to help us ponder the significance of what we have just heard, I want to focus on what it was that the Lord Jesus intended to do, what it was he chose, what he chose to drink, what he refused to drink. So I'm going to describe a series of four chalices, four cups, four drinks, because the real drink he chose, the real chalice he chose, wasn't a physical drink at all, but his death on the cross. And before I go through those four chalices, let me say why this is important. It's important because it shows us what the Lord Jesus understood himself to be doing. that it wasn't just that there was some terrible event that happened on Good Friday and God the Father brought something good out of it on Easter Sunday. No, this was part of a plan. This was part of what the Lord chose to do for us, an act of love on his part for us. So four drinks... Well, we heard there was a chalice there he refused to drink. That he got to the cross and they offered him wine mixed with myrrh. And he refused that drink. Now that drink he refused was an opiate, a painkiller, that was offered to those condemned to crucifixion beforehand. That even in that brutal age, they had some sensitivity to the man about to die. And the Lord refused that. He refused that alleviation of his pain because he wished for us to fully embrace the cross. He refused that pain-killing chalice because, as we heard in that text, there was another chalice he had already accepted to drink, the chalice of suffering. As we heard in the agony in the garden there, he knelt in prayer and beholding the immensity, the horror of what lay before him, his humanity somehow recoiled from it and he prayed, Father, take this cup away from me. And yet, yet he chose to accept it, saying, yet not my will but yours be done. And the point is that the acceptance of this chalice of suffering wasn't just a one-off moment. It was part of a long-term plan he entered into for us, a plan for him to be the new Passover, the new lamb of sacrifice. That in the old Passover, there was a sacrificial lamb, And he was establishing a better, superior covenant, the new Passover that would have a new sacrificial lamb. And we hear that indicated in the words we heard him utter in the Last Supper. So as the scripture scholar Scott Hahn points out, the Passover meal consisted of four different cups that were drunk. It's a very precise ritual that happened in the same pattern you can see Jews use today, four cups that were drunk. And yet he skipped the last cup. So he drank the chalice that instituted the Eucharist, the Mass, as we heard, saying, this is my blood. But he then declared, 
that he will not drink again. I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the day I drink it new in the kingdom of God. They then sang the Passover Psalms. And instead of doing what the Passover meal called for, which was the final fourth cup, they then immediately went out to the Garden of Olives. And it was there that there's this prayer, this talking about a chalice he will drink, the fourth chalice that will be the cross. So when does he drink that final Passover cup, that fourth cup? It's the chalice of the suffering of the cross. It's the sacrifice that makes him the sacrificial lamb of the new covenant. And the moment we hear him drink again then is therefore at the completion of that sacrifice. So at the very end, as we heard, someone gave him a sponge dipped in vinegar and he drank that final drink, crying out in a loud voice, he breathed his last. That the new Passover was complete, the final cup had been drunk. And to come back to where I began, why is this important? Why does it matter? It matters because it shows just how consciously he entered into this, just how deliberately he chose this for us. That he loves us, he cares for us, he chose to be the sacrifice. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world.